0: The following message is brought to you by First Baptist Church, West College Hill. If you need additional information, visit firstbaptistchurchwch.org. I'm reading a
1: familiar passage of scripture on today, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today I'll be coming from Isaiah, hallelujah. A prophet of God, hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 28, hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 28, and I'm going to start at verse 10, and I'm going to go to verse 12, hallelujah. But my main verse is going to be verse number 10. Hallelujah. 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 And if you can, hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you can, will you just please stand for the reading of the word? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 28, verses 10 through 12. Hallelujah. And it reads, for precept. Must be upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little, there a little. For with stammering lips and another tongue will he speak to this people, to whom he said, This is the rest wherewith ye may cause the weary to rest, and this is the refreshing, yet they would not. Hallelujah. And as I studied this word, hallelujah, he gave me this for a topic. Is this your lifestyle? If not, it has to be. Amen. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of our Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And here, this is Isaiah speaking repetitively to the people of Judah. Israel over and over and over. He continues to repeat it over and over and over and over. Sometimes we get in a place to where we get tired of hearing things over and over and over and over. And we say sometimes, I'm not a child, hallelujah. You don't have to keep repeating what you say to me. But sometimes we get a little hard-headed to where we don't listen the first time. Hallelujah. So it has to be repeated over and over. Amen. Until you get it. Amen. So they
0: were saying that Isaiah was repeating this as if he was a school teacher.
1: Like he was their dad. Hallelujah. You know how we are with our kids. We continue to tell them over and over. Don't do this. Don't do that do it like this, don't do it like that. But guess what? They continue to do it their way, but we continue to repeat it over and over and over. Amen? Amen. So here, Isaiah was telling the people, for precept must be upon precept. Precept upon precept. Line upon line. Line upon line, amen. 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 So now, to get to, to get you to understand what a precept is, amen. A precept is a general rule intended to regulate behavior or thought, amen. Your behavior or your stinking thinking, amen. A writ or a warrant, amen. A writ or a warrant. How many of us know that police issue warrants? Why do they issue these warrants? Amen. There's things that people have done that they have no business doing. So guess what? They got to issue a warrant for their arrest. Amen. Amen. They got to apprehend them. Amen. So God issues a warrant. So there's something he had to do to get the people of Israel, Judah, to understand that he is God. Amen? Amen. A commandment. Amen. How many of us know that God gave Moses the Ten Commandments? Amen? Amen. Amen. An authoritative rule for action. Amen. It's going to get better. In scriptures, generally, it is a divine injunction which man's obligation. Now you know you have an obligation, right? Yes, sir. As Christians, believers, saved saints of God. There's an obligation. Amen. You have an obligation. Amen. And guess what? God holds you to that obligation. Amen. It is set forth. Let that just let that sink in for just a moment and ask yourselves a question. Is this my lifestyle? And if not, it has to be. Amen. Now a line, a line, a simple line in geometry, amen. Give me a show of hands take geometry, amen, amen. 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 Uh, it, it, it is a line that can be defined as a straight one-dimensional figure that has no thickness and extends endlessly in both directions. <laughs> you you missed it. Amen. It is a one-dimensional dimensional figure that extends in both directions from you to God from God to you amen it extends endlessly in both directions it is often described as the shortest distance between any two points amen the shortest distance between any two points amen For example, and he gave me this. Say you're traveling, okay? You know when you travel 75, 275, uh, 471, 475, 85, any of these major highways, even right here on Betts Avenue, even out here on North Bend Avenue, you see a bunch of lines, don't you? Amen, amen. To your right, there's a solid line, amen. To your left, there's a solid line or two solid lines. Mm-hmm. Amen? But if you're going down one way and there's traffic coming the other way and there's only two lanes, these are lines, these are the, the lanes that I want you to comprehend this morning. Say you're heading down the highway. You're just minding your own business. The line to your right, it has a warning. Amen? A lot of us, we don't take heed to it, we'll run over it, cross over it, and we'll snatch ourselves back into our lane, amen. But guess what? When you went over that line, now an officer has the right to pull you over. He has the right to pull you over because now he can pull you over and say, you just hit, you ran over that yellow line. So now I gotta find out if you've been drinking, or you just fell asleep, amen? I mean, these are things that he can do, amen? And it is legal, amen? It is his legal right and obligation to do that because why? When you cross that line to your right, it's a solid line. Guess what you've done? You probably just put someone's life at danger, even your own, because there's things, there's nails, sometimes there's nails laying over there, they throw things over there, tires discarded, Old vehicles, when they break down, they park beside the road. Guess what? You dozed off, fell asleep, crossed that line, old parked car there. Guess what you do? You run into the back of it. your demise. Amen? Or someone just sitting there waiting for a tow truck, and you hit the car. Killed someone in the car. But guess what? That line's there for a reason. Amen? So we're going to get to the good part. So now, when you continue to travel this road, amen, looking at these lines, amen, to the right of you there's lines, to the left of you there are lines. But when you travel, one car coming in the opposite direction and you're going in the opposite, other direction, there could be two solid lines, amen. Those two solid lines represent something. They mean don't cross or don't pass, amen. You're not supposed to pass when you got a solid line in your lane. Amen. How many of us have still passed across? Amen. amen. I see some people shaking their hands. But, amen. Amen. I have done it. What? I won't sit here and lie. What? I have done it before. Amen. Yeah. Okay. Don't give me a ticket, Chris. Amen. Amen. I have done it. Amen. Illegally. That's illegal. But when that solid line is in your lane, that means stay in your lane. Amen. So you continue to travel down this road. Amen. Continue to travel down this road. And then your lane still has a solid line. But on the other side, their line begins to break. Amen. Amen. Their line begins to break. Guess what that line means? Amen. That gives them permission to pass whenever it's safe. Right. Amen. Right. But your line is still solid. Right. So now the traffic on the opposite side passing, getting ahead of other traffic. And you're still stuck behind your solid line. But guess what? You get mad. Because you're still stuck behind your solid line. Because maybe you broke the rules before. Because Maybe you crossed the solid line before. And now guess what you got to do? Now you got to stay in your lane until it's your turn. Yeah. Amen? We're going to get somewhere. Amen? Amen? I'm going somewhere with this. Amen? So guess what? You continue to travel down this road. The two solid, the line began to get solid again. Then you're like... Then you get a little happy. No one can pass me now. And nobody else is passing. Guess what? Nobody can get ahead of me now. Amen? And that's how we think in the spirit. We see people, God elevated by leaps and bounds, and we're still stuck behind our solid yellow line. But we're not happy for them when God gives them a break in life. Amen. Amen. <laughs> You don't know what they had to go through to get that breaking yellow line. They may have lost a loved one. Here is a breaking yellow line for you. The children may not be acting right, but they continue to stay. They continue to stay behind that yellow line. And when God saw that they had passed their test, here's your breaking line. Amen. So see, we get in a hurry. For our breaking line, we we haven't passed the test to stay behind our solid yellow line. You got to stay in your place, in your position. Because if you cross over your yellow line to pass somebody ahead of you, guess what? You may cause a collision. It may be your demise or somebody else's demise. So stay until you get your breaking line. So guess what God does? You continue to travel two solid lines. You're happy nobody is passing. But you shouldn't be that way. You should want people to pass you by. Right. Mm-hmm. Because sooner or later, when people are passing you by, guess what? Sooner or later, it's gonna be your turn. Yeah. You get a turn. Yes. Everybody gets the turn. Yes. Amen. Yes. And if you don't believe me, the scripture says it is appointed unto man. Once you die, and after that, the judgment, everybody going to get a turn. You may not like this this morning, but you're going to get your turn. Amen. It may not be you. It may be a brother, a sister, a mother, a father, a spouse, a wife, or a husband. But you're going to get your turn. And are you going to be able to stay behind or beside your solid yellow line until it's your turn to pass. Amen. God does things for a reason. He said, I use the foolish things to confound the wise. He allowed me to use a a line today. Amen. To let you know when you don't stay in your lane and you cross over when there is a solid line in your lane, something is going to happen and it's not going to be good. And this is what Isaiah was saying to the people of Israel and Judah the whole time that's why he had to keep repeating it over and over and over and over it may seems it may seem useless or repetitive or minute to you but the smallest thing God uses yes. to do great things. He used uh, he, he he even used this as an example if you had the faith of a mustard seed amen you could say to this mountain be cast out into the sea," and it could be literally done amen but if you have to stay behind in you, your mind you don't have the strength to cast anything You couldn't bring yourself out of a wet paper bag if you never stayed behind the yellow line. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. 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 It's tight, but it's right. It came to me first, amen. He said charity starts at home. So I had to check my yellow line. I had to make sure I was behind my yellow line. So I had to repent. I repented to my wife. I called my brothers and sisters. I have to repent. I call my mom and dad I have to repent. Amen. Amen. Because repentance, we're supposed to do it daily. Even if you didn't do anything wrong. You may have thought something. I was thinking, can get us in more trouble than what we speak. Amen. Because we could think something and guess what? Automatically. It's a sin. Amen. Our thoughts can cause us to go to hell. Amen. Our stinking thinking can cause us to bust hell wide open. And we sit here and praise God every Sunday, hallelujah, hallelujah. But these negative thoughts that you're thinking all the time. Amen. Amen. Go to God and repent. Amen. Repent daily. The scripture said, repent daily. It, he didn't say for what or why how many times you just say repent amen amen repent that means to turn around don't do that thing no more amen that's what repentance means turn around don't do that no more and you walk in a straight or narrow and and you accidentally do it that's one thing but if you do it knowingly it's a sin Amen. Right. You just you just put Christ on the cross all again for yourself because you repent am Sorry, and then you go right back and do the same thing over and over and over. That's why God continues to send a repetitive message over and over and over to His people because we act. We sometimes we act like we don't understand what God is saying to us, but then He actually shows us. And that's what he did. Judah and Israel, they decided to get help for themselves. From the very place that were, had held them captive in the first place. They decided to get help from Egypt. Egypt, out of all places, they decided to get help from Egypt. God said, now I didn't tell you to get no help from nobody." But he says, since you want to do this your way. He says, now I'm going to teach you and chastise you like a father should. He allowed them to go into captivity. Because they wanted to do things their way. When we do things our way, guess what happens? We have to pay for those things. God will sit back and let us muster and mold and milk you in the very things that we have caused on ourselves yes. he said I have repeatedly told you over and over not to go that way he said "No, so now you got to learn the lesson the hard way and when I see fit yes. then I'll break you out yes. that's when I see fit he says when he sees fit then he'll break you out other than that guess what you gotta, you gotta, you gotta sit right there, and you gotta learn from your own mistakes, amen. 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 So as we continue to travel down this road, hallelujah. So we're traveling these lines, we're traveling, we see these lines. Now our precepts, our precepts also along as we travel this road, our precepts are the signs that we see along the highway, the mile markers, the right. curve markings, deer crossings, right. the death and blind lives here, kids live here, amen? Amen. And and these are the signs. Uh, You get on 275 and you see, you you pass a couple of exits, you see a big exit sign say exit uh, 75 or 73 or 63. Okay, you're going to uh, Monroe Mall exit 63, exit Mark 63, you know that's where you're getting off at, amen, so that's where you're getting off. These are our precepts, amen. But when the stop sign, when you see a stop sign, that means stop, amen? It doesn't mean slow roll through it, amen? So I'm going back to my police officer again, amen? You slow roll through that stop sign. Now I got the right to pull you over because you did not come. God. Especially when you're thinking and don't repent of it. Amen. It's not considered a sin. Amen. So we have to watch how we roll through these stop signs. I break to almost came to a stop. It's still creeping again. I take off. Guess what? That's a ticket. You just ran a stop time. Amen. and That's what God does. He'll write you a ticket. Amen. And until when He, when he decides you paid that ticket, that's when he'll let you go. Amen? And that's how he does. You gotta watch these things. So now the the, the speed limit. <laughs> My wife tells me all the time, honey, why are you in Why are you speed so much? I said, honey, I'm only doing six or seven miles over the speed limit. Well, honey, you're still going too fast. That's a speeding ticket, amen. He has a right to pull your word for speeding. That's illegal. Amen. Amen. If you're not following these pre- lines and precepts, it's illegal. Guess what? God has the right to write you and it. a ticket. Amen. Idea. Is this your lifestyle? And if not, it has to be. Amen. 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 So now, we, we, we not just see these speed limit signs. We see curves. It says 35 miles per hour around this curve. You try to take it at 55. Amen. Amen. Guess what you do? You end up going over your yellow line. Car coming in another lane. That's it. Get another car. Or guess what? You lose control. Car l- 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 yes, loses control. Then you end up out in the field somewhere. Amen. And you and you're there. And say just get, just imagine you getting hurt in the process. And no one knows you there. God will do the same thing. You end up in the field somewhere, guess what? He'll leave you there. He said, he does say, my grace and mercy is sufficient for you. But you only have so much grace. <laughs> you only have so much grace. Amen. He says, my, my grace and mercy is sufficient. He didn't say that. it wasn't endless. Show me in the scripture, I'll write it down. Somebody give me the scripture where it says it's not endless, and I'll write it down and I'll study. Amen. Amen. You never said it wasn't endless. So you have to be very careful about what you do, what you say, how you go around deep curves, deer crossings, amen. My deer crossing could be someone's crossing people, coming, coming in contact with someone you've never come in contact with before. Amen. How many of us ever met all the dears that we've seen before? Right. That's what I thought. Amen. We could come across people that have crossed our past we've never seen, never heard of us before, and we could have the meanest, nastiest attitude when we ain't at church, and guess what? That leaves a nasty taste in people's mouth. And then when I pastor does a live podcast or a live message and the people and they see this message, they're like that's so and so I saw her other day Yeah, mm-hmm. she gonna actually I saw her attitude, I don't think I want to go there because automatically if she, want, and they say "One, if one rotten apple in a barrel falls a whole bunch right. amen. amen, so I mean so we'll be honest with you, amen, so you have to be careful with the deers that you come across amen, yeah. amen so now, the deaf and blind. Don't, don't want to single anyone out, amen? But this is how he gave you the message. The deaf and the blind. Now, the deaf and the blind, they use, they use if, you, if, if a person is deaf and they can see, they can read your lips, your body language. They can read anything that's going on about you. Why? Because that sense kicks in. It kicks in twice as much, amen, amen. So I could just see you, amen, and see your body language, and guess what? Automatically know. I'm like, oh Lord, this spirit, like I'm gonna have to deal with today, amen. But we just gonna keep praying, amen. We just gonna keep praying for him, amen. Because sometimes even the pastor gets tired of dealing with that same old spirit Sunday. After Sunday. Amen. He's going to say to you, you just need to get saved. Here. Here's the Just come on. Just stay here. Just stay there until he feels you. Amen. And our death, Amen. Amen. i Our blind. Amen. Their senses kick in even the more. My wife and I, Sister Mary, no disrespect intended. I, this is part of my message. Her senses kick in so well. I'm like, I literally watch her, amen. I literally watch her coming up the steps by herself. And you see how steep those steps are coming up. Come up the steps, there's a landing. Mm -hmm. Then you go up a few more steps, then there's another landing. Mm -hmm. Then you go up a few more steps, then there's the landing to come inside the church. Amen, and I was talking to my wife. I was like, honey, I was like, it's amazing how God does that because he allows her to hear sound in a different way. Amen. That she's able to maneuver and manipulate everything that is in her way to get to her destination. Amen, and I watch her. I watch her come into church. Amen. And she'll find her way to her pew. She'll sit down. Amen. And she'll sit there. She'll bow her head. She'll pray. I mean, these are, I mean, just like me watching her, it's like the people of the world watching us. Yeah. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. They're watching us. We're not supposed to be more like the world. The world is supposed to be more like us. Right. Amen? And the more we be like Christ, the more the world is going to want to be like us. Amen. If we don't be more like Christ, I wouldn't want to be like you either. Amen. I wouldn't want to leave the world and come back into the world in the church. Amen. I want to come to a place where it's safe. Amen. Where I feel safe. Where I feel the love. Amen. Amen. I want to feel that. Amen. Amen. I don't want people to say it. I want to feel it, amen? I want to be able to walk past you or just come next to you and say, hey, how you doing, and feel that love, amen? And even if I don't speak to you, I want to be able to walk past you and then the spirit just comes up, no, 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 go back and speak to this person, amen, because you don't know what they may need or what you may need from this person, amen? So we have to be careful who we entertain, Amen. Right. Yeah, that's right. We gotta be careful because we we could be entertaining an angel. Yeah. Be aware. You gotta be very aware of how you entertain people. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Now the kids. Amen. Amen. Minister Keelan brought his grandson in today. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So we wanna talk about the kids. Amen. We're all kids at heart. Amen. And the things that we see we mock. The things that we hear, we imitate. We do. A child, a baby, everything he sees a mother or a father or a sister or a brother, anything a child sees you do, guess what they do? They imitate. They're like a sponge. If you took a dry sponge and threw it into a bucket of water, guess what's going to happen to that sponge? It's going to absorb the water. It's going to become just like the water. It's going to become wet. It becomes wet. It's still a sponge. Yeah. But it absorbed what it came in contact with. Amen. Amen. You missed it again. Amen. We become what we come in contact with. Right. Amen. We have to be careful with the things that we feed our spirit with. Right. Amen. Right. Amen. Right. Right. Amen. Because our spirit, it absorbs these things. It absorbs what we see. The eyes are the gateway to the soul. Did you know that? Amen. Our eyes are the gateway to our soul. Amen. So the things that we see that is going on around us, amen. We got to be able to discern. whether it's for you or it's against you. Amen. So if you're going to be for Christ, Anything that's worldly has to be against you. Anything that is of God, it is for you. Amen. God is not an author of confusion. He's not. God is not an author of confusion. Amen. He's not an author of confusion. So when it comes to our kids, we have to be careful what we're feeding them. Amen. It doesn't have to be a child. Amen. Amen i just use the baby as an example. That we think is actually feeding us what thus says God, but have their own agenda for you. Have their own agenda. Exactly. Selfish. Have their own selfish agendas. Thank you. Amen. So sometimes we have to watch who we entertain. But we have to be able to discern that. We have to be just to be able to discern that. It says, try the spirit by the spirit. Amen. Amen? amen. So you have to be able to do that. So now, these precepts were put in place for you to see what's coming ahead. To stop it to go, slow down or speed up. How far you have traveled, even the mile marker, amen. Even the mile marker. It allows, it tells us how far we've gone. If you've if you only have enough gas in your car to go 150 miles, and you know you're 200 miles away, you need to stop for gas. Sometimes it, it doesn't take it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure this thing out. We just have to use our common sense. You know you need gas. Stop and put gas in. Amen. But if you keep going without gas, guess what's going to happen? You're going to run out. That's your grace. Keep going without filling your tank. And sooner or later, your grace is going to run out. Because he'll leave you in that very state. Believe it or not, he says, he who is holy, be holy still. Amen. So we are all supposed to be holy. So whatever state you're in when he comes, that's the state you're gonna be in when he leaves you. Amen. So we traveled. Did you keep the curves? Did you handle the curves with palms? Were you aware of others as you crossed their paths, or did you just write them off like another page to be tossed away? Did you live a lifestyle where even those who don't know who you are, that was never heard, that who has never heard your voice or seen your face? or never seen your face but heard your voice, we may or not understand this, but to the deaf and blind, these are key essentials for them. Our eyes could be wide open and still be blind. Our ears could be wide open and still be deaf. Amen, it doesn't have to be physically, but spiritually. Amen, I just wanted to throw that in, I just wanted to make it plain. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be naturally, but it's spiritually. Yeah. We could be spiritually blind and spiritually deaf. Now the kids are, are the key ingredients that make all things worth o- obeying the precept set before us. They will hang on to things, they will cling on to it, just like the sponge. So now, the lines I've already explained to you. When you got a solid line, you stay in your lane, but when it's time for you to pass, you check and make sure. Amen. You just don't go out there because it's a solid line. Amen. You just don't got out there because it's a, a, a breaking line. I'm sorry. You just don't got out there when it's a breaking line. You always have to check. Right. Check again. Right. Sometimes check three times. Amen. Amen. It's repetitive. Amen. sometimes it's repetitive sometimes we have to repeat things over and over to ourselves to get it I have to repeat things over and over so I make sure I remember it so I have to go back to the book to look it up amen I'm an engineer so I do a lot of figures and numbers and programming so I have to know I have to remember programs I have to remember codes so I have to keep going back to the book over and over and over So I've repeated it so many times, I can remember it. Amen? So that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to continue to repeat it until we get it right. If we sin, ask forgiveness, and don't go back that way no more. If you sin, doing something else, then that's a different repentance. So that's something totally different. But if you ask for repentance and go back and do the same thing again, then really you didn't repent in the first place. All you was hoping is that you got some grace. Mm-hmm. So when you do it again, you got a little bit more grace. But you're going to keep doing that until he leaves you right there in that repentant state. He's going to leave you right there in that sinful state. Because God doesn't have to forgive us. He does not. God does not have to forgive us for anything. Amen. He does not have to forgive us. But he says, my grace is sufficient. So I'm going to forgive you this time. But guess what? There are some things you're going to have to go through. So here's your solid line. Stay behind it until I see fit for you to pass. So we often try to cross the line when it comes to God. The line is meant for us to follow Christ, to get to one and true the living God. It's through Jesus we can obtain the favor of the Father, which is in heaven. So, no matter what line is keeping you in your lane, be content right. until it's your turn. Yeah. So, I ask you again is this your lifestyle? And if not, it has to be. Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to this message brought to you by First Baptist Church, West College Hill. If this word inspired you, please consider sharing it. We ask that you do not alter the content without permission. We invite you to First Baptist Church WCH.org. Inquiries can be submitted at info at First Baptist Church, Our mailing address is 6210 Betts Avenue, Cincinnati, Ohio 45224. Or you can call our offices at 513 681 1011. First Baptist Church, West College Hill, reaching the world without sacrificing the message. First Baptist Church, West College Hill, reaching the world without sacrificing the message.